level up your hunting game and join the cause. Help preserve small town Texas hunting culture and become a more successful hunter by learning the best ways to squeeze the most out of your budget and precious time out in the field. Welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Here are your resident bandits, Richard Kinchlow and Jimmy Byrne. Yeah. <laughs> like now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the, the email that we got uh, yeah. from, okay, now what? what <laughs> from Dr. John King. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. John Edward. Oh, Dr. John Edward. Of course, first, he's a, it's two first names. You can never trust those guys. Yeah. And then but it, got, it, it was it was absolutely it's just wonderful. Now, uh, tell tell everybody, give them the background and, and tell them exactly what, what he was looking for. I mean, very serious. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So to our oh. feed banded emails here, oh. we, we occasionally get uh, interesting <laughs> questions, you know, to, you know, we get a lot of, you know, people asking about, uh, you know, mm. what protein should I use? I mean, I think yep. we'll talk about that in a little bit, yep. you know, uh, yep. where do you guys uh, go to do X or, you yep. know, so asking for advice and whatnot. But then on mm. occasion we get some interesting, uh, you know, I guess you call it spam emails. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when you have your email address, you know, on a website, you know, oh, and, uh, these bots <laughs> crawl your website and everything. So anyway, right. what, what was it? Saturday morning? Yeah, I guess it was Saturday morning. Yeah. Got an email from, uh, oh no, I guess I didn't answer it for a while, but I replied on Saturday, but from a, yeah. a Dr. John Edward. So what he was saying was, and, and I was floored. How lucky could we yeah. be? To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He had my inherit our inheritance ready to be funded at one of his branches. Uh, you know, this some guy named James H. King came to their office and uh, basically gave them thirty six point eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah, point eight. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> but this guy, Doctor John Edwards, you know, of course he needed. He he said he uh, opened a Wells Fargo bank account for us to right. deposit the funds in. Right. But of course he needed. Uh, an opening fee, an account opening fee of a hundred dollars. Right. You know, right. so of course, as soon as he gets that account opening fee, then mm-hmm. they'll deposit the $36.8 million in there. You know, that's how essential the hundred dollars is. But the beauty of part of it is, is, you know, he says that in order for us to <laughs> pay the hundred dollars <laughs> account opening fee, we get, we needed to purchase a hundred dollar Apple gift card or a Google play card <laughs> and send the e-card to this guy's Gmail. You know, to back to Dr. John Edward, of course. Oh God! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know, I was actually laying in bed when, <laughs> when when I when I saw this, and I thought, you know, I'm going to reply and see what happens. <laughs> so I replied. I said, "Hi, Dr. John. I can tell you what. How about you just net out the account opening fee from the 36 million and we could call it a day. You could leave the rest of the funds in a randomized serial numbered unmarked hundred dollar bills in a gray leather suitcase with a pink stripe placed under the park bench located at Central Drive and East 66th Street in Central Park, New York. <laughs> no need to go through all the, or the mess of an account opening. Such a hassle. Thank you for your co- cooperation. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I should I say the, how I signed it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I can't. Is there any children listening? Cover your ears. <laughs> this is what's so funny. Go ahead. I, I just said best regards, Hugh G. Bleepity bleep. Ah! Oh, ah! so, okay. So Dr. John replied, <laughs> amazingly enough, this is the first time I've ever, you know, co- uh, corresponded with uh, one of these uh, one of these funds distributors out of the UN, I guess is what it is. Right, right. Very nice. And uh, he said, attention, my name is Dr. John Edward. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know. <laughs> Said the Fargo Wells MD <laughs> address is 1933 New Jersey 35, <laughs> Wall Township, New Jersey 07719. And that's for anybody out there if you want to send them some funds. And it says for for uh, James H. King, who claimed to receive your funds, mm-hmm. we've made him, we've make we have final final make him arrested this morning. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then he talks about the funds, how they're compensation mm-hmm. funds awarded by the UN United Nation. Right. Uh, they successfully opened a Wells Fargo account, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. And he said, still asking for my information and whatnot. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I replied <laughs> again and I said, Hello, Dr. John. It was so nice to receive your electronic mail dated 25th of January, the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> my sincerest apologies for not replying faster. But we've been without access to the World Wide Web for some time, as we've been out of range while in the deepest territory of the Oregon Trail. <laughs> it is most beautiful out here, but very treacherous, as I'm sure you can imagine seeing as a, how you've recently been dealing with Wells Fargo. You're lucky as the stage is tops in the West. <laughs> However, I have some bad news. Along the way, we had to bury old poop face near Petticoat Junction. Very sad state of affairs, but we were able to successfully ford the river, and here I am riding back to you today. <laughs> I'm still very eager, eager to receive the compensation funds for Mr. John King's heinous crimes against humanity. It's about time that this nefarious womp rat was brought to justice. <laughs> I'm happy to send you the account opening fee of $100, as I see that my initial arrangement may have been a little too difficult to execute. (laughs) My sincerest apologies for that. I know it could be difficult to meet those terms. Let me just tell you about one time working with another associate of yours. Those are the traveler. Do you know him? (laughs) Well, if you haven't heard of him, it said he will come back in one of the pre-chosen forms. During the rectification of the Voldruni, the traveler came as a large and moving touring. Then, during the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplicants, <laughs> they chose a new form for him, that of a giant <laughs> swore. <laughs> Many shoes and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of slore that day, I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, as a token of my appreciation, I've sent you, sent you a, two, a $200 gift card to LaBear in, New- in Newark in lieu of the account opening fee of $100. I hope this is satisfactory. It's a mighty fine establishment with rock solid entertainment that no doubt you've enjoyed in the past. You could use these funds for table service on me. (laughs) With this card, I've included my banking information. I'm not too comfortable sending that information via electronic mail due to all the scammy autistic people inside the internet. I'm sure you understand. Is that okay? Perhaps next time... (laughs) Perhaps next time I'm in New Jersey, we can meet up for a Coney. Please let me know when you've received the card. And please send me pictures of your time at LaBear with your friends. 
I look forward to receiving your next electronic mail. Your dearest friend, Hugh. Oh, oh, and let me tell you, I am absolutely in stitches right now. I'm just sweating. It. I read the first one in the dear blind, and the whole thing was shaking. We could have made martinis in there. And now, oh, I read the second one when I woke up and, and woke my wife. I was laughing so hard because, as you know, if you've listened to us, uh, you've heard us do Star Wars stuff, but of course the Ghostbusters keys in the sky. I can only imagine what this guy from the Ivory Coast is probably thinking. Oh, God. He's probably like, oh, I know Ghost of the Traveler. I don't mess with this guy. Uh, okay, one of the three prover and the pre-chosen tours. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, so so then, uh, did you ever get my response? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, uh, I, I I guess he he got rid of his email. Um, yeah, I got like a yeah like a bounce back or something. Yeah, yeah, which was which was really really unfortunate. But uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just my mine wasn't anywhere as good as Jimmy's. But oof, God, uh, are you earmuffs for the children listening, please? <laughs> Uh, I introduced myself as Jimmy's uh, personal, or excuse, excuse me, as Hugh G. Dick's uh, personal physician and um, and banker, and I introduced, oh, introduced, my, I introduced myself again. Earmuffs for the children listening. Doc bleepity bleep me off. <laughs> Doctor me off. Yeah, Doctor me off. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I put a couple of choice lines in there with oh, very, <laughs> very inappropriate stuff, uh, including the name of the town I currently reside in. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, that might be going a little far. Yeah, it's probably going too far. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh God, we send it, and I think it got returned. I mean, that, it was so, or it didn't go through. But uh, oh my God, I absolutely died. <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing this more, more often. Oh, you've got to. I mean, you've got to because we'll get a lot of people that are like, <laughs> they will write stuff and they're like, hey, you want to improve your hits? And I'll write something back like, you ain't cooking. <laughs> and then one time, I don't even remember this. One time somebody sent us a picture of some food cooking. <laughs> they actually wrote us back. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's good stuff. Oof. You know what oh we're running God. a risk at doing here is people randomly emailing us now just for fun to see what we'll do back. Oh, <laughs> so great. Oh, God, I love it. Well, and you know what's so sad is that you know people people do that. They you know they fall victim to that crap. There, there's a there's a YouTube um God, I can't remember it was one of those Nigerian deals, and you know, but the guy's actually talking to him. And, you know, the guy's like, listen, you know, the Nigerian's like, I need $500 and then I'll, I'll send you these cameras, you know, and the guy's like, man, this is a great deal. $500 for like 10 cameras. You crazy. Uh, and the Nigerian goes, I guess this is a very good deal, but you must send the cash quick. You know, and all this kind of stuff. So the guy goes, I tell you what, you know, I, I let me send you $200 and I'll send you something of equal value that you can sell. And uh, so he ends up taking a dump in the jar and sends it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, which is That's just wonderful, enough. of course. 
Uh, oh my god anyway well stay Woo. tuned for maybe future uh yeah future correspondence with our oh yeah in, uh, oh in no, africa god. and we're or in uh eastern europe or whatever. yeah say wow well, god but yeah if, if there is an eastern europe by the next time we uh, we do this <laughs> all those avakia countries are uh, is getting kind of western over there mm. well yeah, all right back to back to business here we are the the very end of January, and you know, we always talk about oh god, whew, we always talk about the beginning of every year, and really the end of the previous year, uh, especially when it's really dry, which God only knows 2021 to 2022 has just been terrible. And I, I don't really care. Well, of course, this is in Texas, I don't know about the other states. I hadn't been tracking them obviously like I do here, but we're just in a, in a horrible drought right now. You know, a lot of people talk about, uh, um, you know, getting protein, you know, when should we put it out, so on and so forth, you know, and it, I, I've always said that, you know, if you're having a normal year where you've got, you know, a decent fall rain, you've got a decent early winter rain that, you know, leads into a decent late winter rain, well, then you're going to be okay, obviously, because you've got the natural forage coming up you know, things of that nature. Well, at Rancho Bandito right now, we have not had any measurable rainfall since October, uh, which is just crazy to think, but it, but it, but it's the absolute truth. And so, you know, not only are our water holes dwindling, our, our, our tanks and whatnot, uh, but the natural forages as well. And, you know, we made the decision on the Rancho Bandito to, to get those protein feeders full to the brim Um uh, get them full to the brim starting in, uh, yeah, I'd say kind of mid to late December, just because of how bad it was getting. Um, and of course that's, that's paid off. That was, that's been a huge payoff because, you know, once those deer got into a pattern of hitting those, they were all over. Um, and then we actually caught in, you know, there, there's, there's difference of opinion when it comes to shooting deer to protein feeder. You know, our protein feeders are near our corn feeders. We've never had any issues with it. We still have monster deer hitting them. Uh, you know, some ranches are, are against that, but, but it, it, it's really helped because, you know, supplemental feeding, man, this is when you need it. You know, again, you know, they're worn down by the rut. Um, they're worn down by the cold weather. But now it's just the, the lack of natural forage. Is there natural forage out there? Of course, there is. Um, but but nowhere near where we need to be. Uh, thankfully, 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 in a couple of days we're looking at like an inch and a quarter down there. And it's going to be cold, miserable rain that 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 turns to snow and ice. But um, you know, at this point, we'll take anything. Hmm. Well, you know, it's still only January, so. Yep. The more no, we for get sure. Into March and April. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's when we really got to have it. But I think this year being one of the worst wildflower seasons we've ever had, which yeah, that's true. Which sucks. That's kind of part of my. I, I love seeing all that kind of stuff. Now, of course, you know there are the summer wildflowers we could see. You know, we could have a major turnaround when the sky is God willing. They'll knocking on wood here. They'll just unload, and it will be. Uh, uh, man, it will be. Uh, it, hopefully, it's a it's a wet summer like it was last year. But uh, thus far, a real a, ba- a bad start. So, speaking of uh, of protein and all that kind of stuff, we got a nice email from a gentleman from Mississippi last week. 
and he was actually asking us about, you know, which protein brand do, do we recommend? Um, and, you know, when, when it comes to, to us and kind of what Feed Bandit stands for and whatnot, we're, we're all about uh, supporting small town. Whether that's small town Mississippi, uh, obviously near and dear to our hearts is going to be small town Texas. So, you know, we are all about whatever brand is at your local feed store. Um, you know, and so kind of, it kind of got me thinking, you know, okay, well, gosh, what, what, you know, what, what do you look for in a brand of protein? Um, you know, obviously you're, you're looking for uh, something that's been out there that's in plenty of stores. It's had lots of scientific testing. Okay. You don't, you probably don't want to go get some sort of pelleted ration from, you know, herbs, bait and feed that, uh, you know, some dude put together in his garage. I mean, I, I wouldn't think that would be very, uh, very conducive to, you know, a, a good ration for a deer. But, you know, I really think anything that's commercially available at these feed stores is, is going to be a really good choice. And so what I recommended to him was, you know, don't necessarily go looking for a brand of, of protein, but, you know, take, take into account some of the other aspects that will affect your decisions. First and foremost, how about availability? You know, I mean, obviously the, the deer protein market hadn't hit the, the hasn't run into the same logistical issues that everything else has, you know, because, uh, you, know, you know, we don't get, you know, protein from, you know, Korea or, or wherever, you know, just all the places over yonder. You know, that's why I made, you know, that's made here in the good old United States. Uh, so that is, uh, you know, that's something to think about. But again, availability, you know, where are you going to, you know, you've got a good constant supply. And I'd say probably second, second most, and probably more important, in my opinion, is going to be, you know, what's your budget? What can you afford? You know, uh, and, and he actually, I don't know if he asked, I can't remember if he asked me this or not, but, you know, I, we have been asked before, well, <clears throat> how much do you feed? Well, you, you know, if you've got a quote unquote unlimited budget, you know, I, I'd say you feed until you feed until they're done eating. <laughs> You know, because once they get on it, they're, they're going to be on it and they're going to like it and they're going to want it. And, it, and you know, again, it's going to have all the benefits of, you know, body development, antler development and, you know, great lactation for the does, so on and so forth. But, you know, you, you got to be able to got to be able to, you know, to to sustain that. Um, yeah, I, I in other words, if you're buying a brand of protein, that's and this is not the case, but if you bought a brand of protein that was forty dollars a bag. And you can only afford, you know, four bags every two months. Well, you're probably not going to get the most bang for your buck doing that. So, therefore, if you can find a, a protein that's, you know, $15 a brand, a bag, excuse me, that can get you through those crucial months, January through August, in our opinion, um, then, then that might be the, the, the better one to, to go with. Um, so, so, something to, to always think about. Um, Something else I recommended to him, and, and I he, again, he was in Mississippi, and I, I don't know, you know, uh, I know a little bit about genetics and, and kind of hunting situations there, but you know, he was he he had said that he was he was growing big, he was he was you know feeding protein to attract deer, and I'm assuming he didn't say it, you know, to grow bigger deer, and so I I said one of the things he well, that I recommend trying to do, and I'll say this to anybody is if you're on a hunting lease that's, you know, a couple hundred acres or 50 acres, okay, something of that nature, you know, work with the guys around you. You know, if you're in a real hot hunting area like Jacksboro, Texas, okay, 
Jack County, uh, Jacksboro, Texas is extremely popular, has been for, for some time now. Shout out um, to and, the Green Frog restaurant. Oh my God. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. They got they got a great chicken fried steak. And by about the time I hit the four six ranch in Guthrie, it was coming back. And it was all I could do <laughs> to make it to our, our friend's place in Lubbock before you know what. But hey, it was worth it. Great. Oh, and Dairyland. They have oh, yeah, a Dairyland. Ba- yeah, that was at the uh, the barbecue bacon. I don't know, Brontosaurus burger. God have mercy. Phenomenal as well. Highly recommend both those. We love Jacksboro. They got a great feed store there too. Um, wow. And I totally got to, oh yeah. So yeah, no, work, work with your, you know, work, work with the landowners around you, not the landowners, but the lease guys around you and say, Hey, listen, guys, if you're feeding protein, I'll feed protein. This guy feeds protein. You know, let's manage our deer. Let's manage them together if, if you can. And, and, and You'd be surprised if, if you take the initiative and, and, and take the time uh, to try to, to talk to your fellow hunters. You could really get some stuff going. Of course, you're going to have a couple of turds out there. Like, yeah, hell no, I'm going to do everything I want to and drink the whole time. Hey, which that's that's fine, too. But um, you got to work on the other ones. It's here on your place. I've been away from that dude's place. But um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot to consider when it comes to, you know, feeding protein and. Uh, but other things to consider as well, such as working together to try to make a better area, make deer in the area better. Nice. That's pretty good advice. Well, it was something that I thought about, um, and, I, and I've seen it before. You know, I've heard about heard about before. <clears throat> you know, on Texas Bow Hunter, they always you've got some some guys on there that have got you know a couple hundred acres, and, and they're working with their buddies, working with their pals. I even had, um, you know, some, some places that some really big ranches and, uh, you know, and then these places are all, you know, people from Dallas that are hunting them, they, you know, between the, the four ranches, they may have 15,000 acres, but they're saying they're exchanging data, you know, all feeding protein to, to really create a big herd. And then, you know, and everybody kind of wins. So of course, you know, you can't, you can't force a deer to be there. So um, and everybody's reasonable and they understand that it, it seems to work really well. It's like one giant lease. That's exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Yep. Yep. Well, while we're kind of talking about, uh, folks that messaged in, yeah, uh, I wanted to just take a quick moment to do a little shout out to a new hunter that, uh, sent us a message uh jay who messaged or hunts around or starting to hunt around uh gettings i know him he sent he sent a uh a note just saying hey you know he's new excited to learn yep uh you know excited excited to get out there uh so i just you know kind of use his email uh just to you know to reiterate another reason kind of why we're here and that's to absolutely you know what old corn bandit was just doing was to help at least throw out just some ideas of things we've learned and uh you know and maybe new ideas of things to try and oh you bet man. hopefully folks like jay you know listening out there are learning something yep. Yep. <laughs> if you are yep. please shoot us a message uh say you know hey you know tell us what you learned you know i'd be curious to hear what some people are learning and one nugget here or there you know because mm-hmm. I guess you know we tend to talk a lot about this stuff, so it's yeah. You know, what, what what is valuable 
for folks right. out there to hear and you know right. that's not uh you know good bad or ugly it'd be i'd love to get the feedback and thanks jay for uh you know messaging in and uh keep it up keep uh just keep going out there and you'll be an expert in no time absolutely trial and error and uh lots of lots and lots of time in the bush that's that that that'll definitely get you there yeah yeah um, yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, I, uh, I just got back from a, oh my gosh, a, a heck of a hunting trip, kind of my old stomping grounds. Um, spent some time in, uh, kind of that, that Northwest Texas area, uh, again, Shackleford area was a, was a guest for a, a hunt on a, uh, on a, a pretty substantial ranch and, uh, boy, just had an absolute hoot. You know, that that country, I, if you've listened to this before, we always talk about Throckmorton and that that area and uh, got to go back there. Um, and we, boy, just just had an absolute great time. Uh, ended up, you know, coming, of course, driving from Dallas, uh, cold as it could be. So that was kind of fun. Got to got to drive out there with my dad, which you know, we, we, we don't get to do all that much, you know just busy and busy busy so that was fun to do it's kind of like the old days growing up but we uh we of course show up late to, not not late but the uh we had some some people that were were taking us out which was kind of fun you know i got the i i, I got to be a hunter and not a guide slash hunter which was which was kind of fun of course i couldn't help but put my my uh, 25 cents every single every single second that i could and I talked my guide's ear off because he was in the quail and the birds. I mean, I was like, oh my, it was great, you know. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was chatty Cathy. But uh, what did you he know, have to say I, about the quail and, and everything out there? Well, yeah, no, anything it was funny. He's, yeah, very, very, very interesting. You know, he, he's, uh, he's, he spent quite a bit of time in South Texas working on, you know, quail research. That's what he, I think he got his master's in quail research, which is really cool. And, you know, that's one of the big things they're trying to do on that ranch. And it was really kind of interesting because I actually got to see, you know, like when we were driving around, going from hunt to hunt or whatever, going back to the house, uh, got to see, you know, we got to got, got out and look at stuff. And this is what we're looking at, you know, and I, w- I was following along and I was pointing stuff out. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And all my hours of wasting time at work, uh, it really paid off because I'm kind of a junior quail expert per se. So no, it was a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, I, I often get a lot of H-E double hockey sticks from, from my friends because, you know, I, when it comes to hunting, when it comes to shooting, you know, deer and stuff, I, I tend to get the shakes a lot, which I, I can't <laughs> help it. And that means you're passionate. That means you love it, you know, uh, and, and so that that's a great thing. But, you know, again, I get real <laughs> and the blind is, you know, shaking like crazy. Uh but so, so, you know, for this, for this weekend, I said to myself, okay, you know, probably get to tone it down a little bit. You know, you're a big guy. And, you know, when you start to really shake the blind shakes and it's just, it's just like an earthquake, you know? Uh, well, we fortunate enough that first night to, uh, um, to have two great shooter does come out. And this was kind of an area of the ranch. They had actually hunted a lot, and a lot uh, which was great. And so, uh, actually put down a six and a half year old doe. I believe she was, uh, wow. uh she was 129 pounds dressed. Okay. Wow. So that, that is a, that's dude, let me tell you, she was a big sucker. So, 
Uh, that was that was really cool. Um, her sister or friend, I should say, ran off in, in a hurry as she hit the floor, but she made the fool mistake in coming back, and I dropped her as well. <laughs> now, what I'd like to point out is that, and I freely admit, listen, if I can shoot something under 75 yards, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm the closer, the better. I'm the guy who shoots ducks on the wire. I shoot dove out of a tree. I ain't got no shame. Um but these two does I killed were at 120 yards. Of course, I, I text all my friends. They're like, oh, clearly your range finder is not working. And I'm, <laughs> like one of my, my one of my friends said, how much did you have to pay the guide to shoot the deer for you? Just all these very rude comments uh, from, from people that are supposed to be my dear friends. So, um, but let me tell you, I dropped those two. I, I dropped those two does. I, I, a little empowered, a little, a little cocky. Got to admit, we go back to the to the house, and I kind of stroll in there like a pretty little pheasant, shaking my shoulders, and I'm like, "Hey there, boys, how'd y'all do tonight? Oh, you didn't do good. Well, I shot two huge nanodos, you know." And uh, they loved it. They loved it. And uh, I drank way too much vodka, had about four cigars, and then um, woke up the next morning and and didn't feel good. Didn't didn't feel good at all. But. <laughs> It was worth it. It was fun. Uh, didn't see anything that day or that morning. So the next uh, morning, that night, the yeah. next morning is when you were reading the email. Yes, yes, yes. So did that help with your hangover at all? Oh, God, dude, it, it really, really <laughs> did. And of course, I'm sitting there laughing and I'm breathing out of my mouth. So and it was so cold that morning. I think it was like 17 that the... Um, that every time I breathe, you know, the, my breath like froze on the windshield or the, the, uh, what, the, the, the blind windows, you couldn't see anything. So <clears throat> very, very funny. So uh, the next evening uh, we go out to another, just, it's <laughs> just incredible blind. I mean, just so scenic, you know, and of course I'm like a kid at the candy store. I got my head out the window, looking all this gorgeous country. And I was just like, man, Wow, I mean, it was like a Japanese tourist, you know, who's who's just taking pictures. It was great, you know. I just I, I missed that country, and then <clears throat> so I was taking it all in. Had a couple of deer show up, uh, none of which that we could shoot. Funny, the, a lot of the deer started losing antlers already. So you know, this is about three hours, oh, two and a half, three hours north northwest of the ranch. So um, I actually saw some pictures of uh, from deer at the. Uh, uh, Rancho Bendito, and they start losing antlers too. But I thought that out west they lost them a little bit later, but I guess I was wrong. Um, <clears throat> right at dark, so I think it was about 6 15 or so, uh, down one of these cut senderos. Uh, here, here comes a family of hogs, and uh, you know, of course, I asked, I asked the guy with me, I said, How far do you think they are? And he goes, Well, maybe about the about about 200 something probably under 200 i'm like oh my god you know i'm never gonna make this i'm like you know, why is it that the freaking little you know 75 pound pig has to come out where it's a 400 pounder where i can easily shoot that you know mm -hmm. um and, and so i there's just a little sounder kind of in that little sendero just they were eating some corn that we had thrown down on the way in and i just put those crosshairs there and i just touched that trigger and snap down down didn't move uh, it didn't move an inch so uh that was really cool so again had a hog down i think dad and dad and his guy ended up <laughs> they ended up killing like four and of course they have all dad's night vision stuff so they were out for you know like an hour after dark and 
just just having fun. So 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 the the uh, the uh, the um, the Kinslow boys were on fire. Let's just put it that way. We we were really really killing it. So the the final night we went to just another real scenic scenic beautiful area that it was a blind on top of a hill just overlooked this valley, and I, I swear to God you could see a mile in every direction. It was just just breathtaking. And uh, I had told the guy with me, I said, Hey, listen, you know, what if, uh, you know, I said, well, let's go for the, let's go for the trifecta. Let's see if we can get a pasture poodle down. And so he says, okay, that's, you know, that's a good idea. So he brings his little Fox pro with him and he puts a block, you know, probably uh, 75 yards by that, which is perfect. That that's my, that's in my target range. I'm good with that. Um, and it's one of these Fox pro calls. I've got the little decoy, on top of it that kind of moves, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, right before the theater goes off, um, these these coyotes to the, I guess, to the right of us, okay, up along this pretty substantial uh, hill. I mean, you could call it a, a Texas mini mountain if you wanted to. They start yipping and yowling. And, and, and you know, when, when they're yipping and yowling like that, you, you think you can see them, you know, because it's just so clear. Like there's nothing between you and them, you know, um, and we were so far up there. Um, and so and I said, man, that is that is crazy. So we we had some fun with them and we fire up the Fox Pro and we start, you know, they've got like 14 different uh, coyote calls. You know, one is, you know, the aggressor. The other one is pack is here. The other one is ordering Chinese. What do you want? <laughs> you know, all different kinds of flavors. And so he played the, you know, he, he kind of played the one that was, hey, I'm over here. Where the hell are y'all? This is fantastic. Y'all need to come over here. And all it is is a, a dog going, row, row, row. <laughs> That's really all he's doing. <laughs> he's just sitting there yipping. And they kind of, row, row, row. And so he played that, you know, I'd say on medium volume. Okay. But again, we're in this kind of this valley, this bowl. So, so any noise, any noise just reverberates, you know? Hmm. Um, and, and, and sure as hell, within about 15 minutes or so, you know, again, probably a half a mile in front of us, we see this monster, okay? And he looked huge from that distance, orange pasture poodle, making his way, okay? Uh, and he's about to come down that Sendero, and then I, I look to my right, and probably 500 yards away, here comes another one that's kind of down, just, you know, below us, and he's making his way, making his way, and then he, um, we, we, you know, he was lo- looking for the, the other coyote. And so we switch calls to kind of a low cottontail, a distressed cottontail. And so it was a, <laughs> you know, type thing. And you can yeah. see his reaction. You can see, you can see the coyote literally just stop. And then he, he kind of, it's just so cool to see that. Uh, he actually looked up at us, which, uh, it's crazy. And I, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Coyote, smartest damn animal in North America. People are like, oh, the Wolverine. You know what? No. I, listen, <laughs> don't, don't give me the whole Wolverine stuff. The coyote is by far the most intelligent um, animal on this on the planet besides Bigfoot. Different story. Mm-hmm. So uh, so he, he starts kind of going to hunting mode. And, and again, you know, with, with coyotes, predators, and all that kind of stuff, they're going to take the path of least resistance. And, and I've said this about deer too, you know, so if, if you're looking at a good place to predator hunt, if you've got some elevation sign at your back, obviously wind in your face, cause they wind or you're done. Uh, 
you're going to be in great shape. And these little cut roads, these senderos and whatnot, they make such great predator areas. Well, sure as hell, um, about five minutes later, and I've got a video. I need to get it on YouTube. It's, it's, it's actually from my tactic cam, which I'm stunned that my video technology actually worked out. Uh, the coyote stepped out right at 170. Now, funny thing about him is that he, uh, he, uh, yeah, it was definitely a he. He had a decent pair on him. He uh, only stepped out about a quarter way in the Sendero. Just crazy. You know, if it was a young coyote, you know, he may have come square up in there, but this guy only put about half his body out. Uh, and so I knew just from doing this a long time, I knew I only had a few seconds. So he's going to be checking it out. And if he doesn't see anything, he, he could be gone the way he was acting. So, uh, again, he stepped out about a quarter of his body, halfway to the uh, quarter, yeah, quarter of his body, about 170, 170 yards exact. Bam, dropped him dead. Um, nice. Man, it was just, it was, uh, it was a great weekend. Just, it, and it really gave me, of course, we joke, I joke about all the time, but it really did give me some, some confidence in my shooting, you know? Good. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you, one of the things I will contribute that to, besides the fact that I've just done this my whole damn life, okay? I've got to be decent at something. But of course, I've been reading my whole life too, and I still suck at that uh-huh. and math, <laughs> um, is the right arm. The right arm being steady is, is, is just huge. It really is. And these blinds we were in, they were in the, they were the ranch King blinds. Okay. So they, they were nice blinds, but they had those shelves in, them, you know? Mm, yeah. So I was able to, and, and you know what I'm talking about? It's like on bandito, you know, some of those ones we got you, you, I mean, you, you get your left arm up there comfy, you get that right arm braced and you snug that gun in real quick. I mean, you, you know how it is. You can shoot anything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, back in the day, you know, these, these old box blinds and stuff we have, they didn't have that, you know, so you just had to get in some of the blinds we have on Rancho Bandito doesn't have that. Uh, but I will tell you this much after the, and, and I, of course, known that's been a problem. Um, and, and, and listen, it's not, it doesn't make you a poor marksman if you can't shoot a deer just out of a regular window. But, you know, again, as a hunter, as a responsible hunter, okay, especially with kids, man. You want to do everything you can to increase their odds of a successful hunt and making a good shot. So um, one of the things we're going to talk to our ranch hand about actually here shortly is putting in shelves along the right side of the blind. Okay. So can you know the front window is like in power line? Uh So having, having a shelf right there that you can kind of put your left arm on and then have another little shelf over there on the right. So you can, you know, brace your gun and your arm up there to, uh, to, to help you shoot. That'd be nice. Definitely. Yep. So very cool. Yeah, man. So did, it was, did you get any uh, good pictures? Like you that did got, or anything like that? Yeah, we did. I got, I got a lot. I got a lot of good pictures. Uh, so yeah, no, it was fun. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can send some to you. So we got to um, send me at least a good one for the, uh, the podcast. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. <laughs> Actually, I do. I've got a great one of my, of my does. Now I will tell you, um, I look a little portly in this and that's not my fault. <laughs> that's not my fault. I was actually, uh, it's yeah. Cameras. They always put you know, yes. hundred pounds on you. So yeah. Yeah. I, I was stung <laughs> by a bee, several bees actually. And that's the reason why I am so, so puffy. Like I look at myself and I'm like, sweet Jesus, dude, you are just <laughs> man. But hey, it's not my fault. And it's that, uh, time, of, make... it's that time of the month you're retaining water. It, it is. It is. <laughs> I really am. It's, it's, it is. It's, 
yeah, my mom is that seven and all that stuff. I had a new, anyway, it's just been <laughs> terrible. So yeah. Yep. Uh, well, oh my fun. God. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot me. of fun, man. A lot of fun. Awesome. Anything else you wanted to, mm. you know, today? that's about it. Um, I, I tell you the next one, I want to talk about, I want to talk about water. I, I really do. I, I think it's, we touched on water before, but uh, in the next episode, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump all over that because man, this time of year and in this particular situation, it, it's just key. You know, people, I, I think, and and I fall victim to this too. You know, people are like, oh well, it's you know, yeah, it hadn't rained in a while, but um, you know, hell, it's fifty degrees out there, <laughs> dude. You still gotta have water, okay? Yeah, sure, you may drink a hell of a lot more of it in July and August, right? But you still need it now. Um, so yeah, next episode, we're I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Awesome, awesome. Get people excited. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you asked me uh, the, whenever we got on mm-hmm. it, about you know what's new. I guess in the last week or so. Yeah, and I totally forgot. Uh, we. <laughs> No, no, no. It's, oh. I know right where your mind went. No. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I mean, no. You just well, moved. You have to build on another room, which is great <laughs> right. and wonderful. I said, well, in a way, I guess it's kind of that. Uh, no, oh, I God. bought a uh, Polaris Ranger. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, our neighborhood is like, I mean, I've told you about our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. And everything. It's, and it is a 100% neighborhood for driving around and stuff like that. I mean, oh, people that's have them. Awesome all over like there's so many people that have a that golf cart awesome. or you know a ranger or something yes like that. of course so, yeah so i we, we got a uh, a crew cab one so. baloney <laughs> i cannot believe it <laughs> that is awesome all right well what what color what uh green. What, it's green beautiful well you know it's 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 black but the you know the front engine or the well okay. the engine's the back but the front Man part where the engine would be in a normal car yeah yeah uh, no, that, yeah that's like the hunter, hunter green uh, okay all right well what what are we i mean is this i i, I did it come with a trailer or are you gonna no, be I, i'm gonna have to figure that out mm-hmm. uh yeah let's so, say the, the jb3 and uh, uh i i tell you we plan it right if you want to put lights on and stuff i know i know a couple of good old boys will throw some lights on there for you or did uh, they come okay. with stuff i know that i know <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh no, it didn't come with lights, but I did get oh, it with man. a uh like a Bluetooth soundbar in it. Oh yeah. my god, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's, god, it's, I am, it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be awesome for the spring and that's just great. the summer here driving around. Of course, to like the the central uh so in our neighborhood we have yep. a big like central rec center. Yep. I think I've told you about it, and they have the lazy river and stuff. Pretty cool. That's awesome, uh, so, dude. Yeah, so we'll you know, be taking it out there and whatnot. And then, like you said, yeah, for, I mean, it'd be perfect for the JB3. Yeah. So, oh, man. How cool is that? Well, I, I, I am, I am impressed. That's fantastic. So they just come drop it off at your house. Yeah. I had, a, I had to just delivered it. Oh, that's it great. A, a dealer here in town. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So, well, that is so really, yeah, I mean, really technically, cool. I guess I do have a new addition to the, yeah, that that's great. I mean, I, I admittedly I was kind of holding my breath. I'm like, oh boy, number three. Ooh, it's gonna be great no. though. No, we, we chose, yeah, chose no, a, but, a ranger instead. 
Yeah, no, I, I understand. I understand. This one's a lot less work. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully a lot less uh, expense over time. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Cost of ownership is less. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that's awesome, man. Well, you're going to need 10,000 stickers, and we can help you in that department. So, Well, you know what the first sticker was that I put on the on the back? Uh, a uh, Well, yeah, sure, a Biden sticker. Uh, well, okay, so I get sticker. <laughs> <laughs> no feed bandit of course of course yeah, that's yeah, awesome yeah. so i mean if anyone that's out awesome. there is, is uh interested and wants a feed bandit sticker let yes. us know yes please we'd love, to, we'd love to get one too we'd love for you Absolutely. to put it on your your atv utv yep. of some sort or your cooler or yep. whatever coolers absolutely yep yeah. i i got the whole mess of them right here i'm staring at so yeah well, that's great, dude. Well, send me a pic if you can. And you I haven't will. told all the guys this. I mean, what, what are you hiding? No, I just did. Oh, yo, you did just <laughs> say? <laughs> no, I'm saying it. Oh, just you now. did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we'll see who who uh, who's really listening. This yeah, is no happen. kidding. That's right. <laughs> so what's Jimmy's big secret? Oh, nobody knows? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like, hmm. Yeah, you're uh-huh. for listening, yeah. guy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, fantastic. That that was uh, that's exciting stuff. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention, okay. real quick, because people uh, might be interested in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, people, folks listening, oh. Bigfoot. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> you mentioned being the smartest, uh, you know, whatever, and yeah. And well, do you have Netflix? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think is it Netflix or you have Prime, right? Actually, yeah. Prime. Oh, yeah, we, we 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 hijacked it from my mother-in-law, but yes, we have. Oh, perfect, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fascinating uh, documentary I watched. It was about, mm-hmm. uh, well, there's one section in it that I'll tell you about, and it has to do with Bigfoot. But uh, if you go to, I'll have to, I'll have to text it. I'll put the, the name of it in the show notes, and I'll text okay. you the title to it. But what it is, is it's about this documentary about hunters who go missing. Yeah. Uh, oh. Have you watched it? No, no, but I I've heard about it. Oh, dude, I watched it last last week. Yeah. I, oh my god, it's fascinating because they go really these, yeah these stories of these guys and and you know the whole premise is you know hunters amongst above everybody else you you would think are yeah you know, able to take care of themselves in the wild and whatnot. And wow. they, they go through these stories of these guys. Yeah. None of them. I mean, I think almost every story is about hunters that you know are, are in areas where you know you're hiking somewhere yeah. you're staying yeah. a week to hunt and are you going right. elk hunting in the mountain you know these type of things yeah not not our version of hunting where you <laughs> destroyed the night before and yeah drive straight oh, to the blind and yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and right. drive back to the house afterwards to go to bed you know, during the day take a nap during the day that type yeah, of yeah 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 no this yeah. is like these and these guys have been doing it for a long time okay and, and they go through like their history and it shows like this guy does this inve- these investigations in the cases and it's absolutely really fascinating but one of them get uh are these guys who had this camp up in the mm-hmm. mountains in california in, mm-hmm. the, in uh, the sierra mountains mm-hmm. and dude when you get to this set part of it i guarantee you're gonna you know what in your pants when <laughs> they uh about like 20 30 years ago uh they re- uh, took like this recording stuff out there Oh, I, I can imagine. Oh. <laughs> I, you have to watch this. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They play it, and yeah, I've, I've yet to go on YouTube to find the, the segment or whatever. But okay, uh, 
just watch the whole documentary because you think it's fascinating and everybody out there listening you know i, I highly suggest it but uh especially for that part though because it's really interesting okay well that <laughs> makes me like what in the hell very interesting you know, anyway so i do your uh, your bigfoot obsession my oldest daughter just came in here and say good night and then she somehow tripped over this monster 10-foot binder that's standing in front of her i don't know how this happened are you okay Okay, all right. I love you, baby. All right. You can't let the binder win. No, dude, that must be the she's just getting over the vid. So uh, you, you know, it, it, it it's so funny that you say that and all that stuff about the, the Bigfoot, because I've heard about all that stuff, and that's it, it's 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 fascinating stuff, man. That is ah okay, all right. Um, what what's it called again? Oh, it's it's okay, here it is. It's uh missing four one one, the hunter. Okay. okay. Sweet. All right. Cool. Very interesting. That's awesome. All right. Well, thanks. I'll, uh, well, I'll check my, it out. Uh, my recommendation for this week's okay. Seed Bandit podcast. That's fantastic. Okay. I love it. Well, uh, I'll definitely give her a look-see. My, my girls love that stuff. So my wife's comment is, did they find him yet? Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> it's the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well have her whatever you watch this segment have her come back and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about when you when you get to that part okay okay so, yeah <laughs> all right awesome i'm pumped great that's something right. to look forward to all right all right well i think that's a wrap let me go i agree all right everybody mm-hmm. thank you for listening to this episode of the feed bandit podcast stick around for the next one y'all take care Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.